UCSB's Environmental Affairs Board plans to speak to the Santa Barbara County Board of Supervisors concerning the ExxonMobil trucking proposal. KCSB's Jennifer Yoshikoshi spoke with the co-chairs of EAB to hear about their organization and their project against big oil. Hello, everybody. My name is Lily Ortiz. I am a fourth year biological sciences major with a minor in comparative literature. Um, pronoun she, hers, and I am one of the co-chairs of the Environmental Affairs. And then, hi, I'm Kat Lane. Um, I'm in a third year environmental studies student with a minor in philosophy, and I am also one of the co-chairs for EAD, pronouns she, they. Hi, my name's uh, Jesse Casey. I'm a fourth year at UCSB. My pronouns are he, him, and uh, I am the policy co-chair at EAD. Great. And just to start off, um, could you explain what the message behind the Environmental Affairs Board is? And I know um, the modern environmental movement is really big right now. So if you guys could discuss what you guys do to take part in that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so EAB is about promoting environmental sustainability, but not just sustainability in the environmental realm. Um, we also look at um, social and economic sustainability because we understand that most of like the past environmental movement has been very like 2D and very, um, you know, like racist and unjust in a lot of ways. Um, so one of the things that we try to do is to look at environmentalism in a really holistic way and understand that there are different um, intentional challenges that are put together that intersect and that kind of like compound those environmental difficulties. So one of the things that we're trying to do um, like in the environmental movement is really just like make sure that as we do environmental, like as we focus on kind of, I guess, like more traditional environmental issues, we also want to focus on like the huge um, social justice proponents that are a part of that and really make sure that we understand that these issues may have kind of like different categories underneath injustice, but that they're all part of one larger kind of like injustice compound. And would you guys be able to talk about some of the things that you guys are working on as the Environmental Affairs Board on campus? Um, I could take this one just a little bit. So we actually have a wide range of chairs, um, some stuff from Sustainable Lifestyles. So we actually have a plastic free fair that's coming up in March. So keep an eye out for that. Um, we also hold working groups every Wednesday. So every Wednesday night, um, we have a few of our chairs hold little presentations for our members. Um, and any of those range from like social conversations about like environmental injustices happening um, pertaining to whatever topic they choose for that week. Jesse actually takes on environmental news that happens uh, roughly every week. Um, that just tells them what's going on like on a local, international, and state level. Um, so those are really fun. And just some other stuff that we have are social events. So we actually just had a beach walk and a beach cleanup that happened. Other things we do is we also have local representatives come to uh, EAB meetings and uh, talk to local students about issues such as like Munger Hall and the Exxon interim trucking proposal. And Jesse, you just talked about the Exxon um, mobile proposal. Um, could you guys talk about on that topic a little bit about the history of oil rigs in Santa Barbara and the issue behind it? So we have such a pristine and incredible like place to live that we get to call um, home here in Santa Barbara. And, you know, it's a really familiar story starting back in, um, you know, like 1969, the like huge oil spill that like started off the Earth Day movement. Um, and then, you know, multiple spills that have happened like since then, like the 2015 um, All Plains Pipeline spill. And then um, even just like the recent spill down at um, Huntington Beach. And just also like in this same slice to like uh, climate change for anyone who doesn't know that that's going on, um, 
pretty dire circumstances unless we like really um, start switching to like renewable fuels that don't put as much CO2 into the atmosphere. So that's like one of our reasons for being involved in this is that we just want um, to put kind of like a stop to using these really outdated fuels that are ultimately going to cause like the crumble of our climate future and also devastate our local environment and communities. Um, yeah, specifically for the interim Exxon trucking proposal that's been um, planned, um, they're going to be having 70 trucks going up the 101 and the 166 um, through ecologically um, important areas such as the Los Padres Forest. Um, not through this project, but through other projects, they've already had um, trucking accidents that have occurred on the 166. Um, luckily, it hasn't had large ecological effects, but having more trucks could be problematic for the future. Um, in addition to that, the uh, Planning Commission already voted on the issue and voted against the actual proposal. However, it's now going to the Board of Supervisors on March 8th, and then they will be um, voting for that. Uh, we recently had our supervisor switch from Joan Hartman to Greg Hart, um, which was the first time that happened in 150 years. Oh, really quick, I also just wanted to clarify um, one thing that Jesse mentioned. Um, so um, last quarter, what happened is planning commission that included the commissioners that they just recommended denial. That doesn't mean the project is entirely, you know, not going to happen. Um, so that's why this final meeting with the board of supervisors that will actually entail if the project is denied or not. Um, so I just wanted to clarify that Exxon, you know, hasn't gotten the yes or no to have the trucks go on the roads yet. And also, yeah, so they just recommended that. And so can you guys talk a little bit about why this movement is so important and why you guys are getting involved in addressing it? Yeah, sure. I can chat about this a little bit. Um, just, I think that number one, just like looking at like the devastation that's kind of like happened to like our local, um, like really pristine kind of chaparral, um, like our environment ecosystem around here is really, really bare. And um, it's really interesting. And obviously like it's home to so many different groups of people and just like the amount of just social wealth that's locked into those resources is just unparamount. And, you know, it's like this trucking proposal before the planning commission voted in denial, they had actually determined that one of the routes, Route 166, which is now the primary trucking route that Exxon wants to use, was too dangerous when they brought the proposal forward the first time when they were originally going to be trucking to a Santa Maria facility. So it's just really um, frustrating that, you know, so many people's livelihoods and just their place and space and, you know, histories that they all have here are just um, being completely kind of discarded. So Exxon can suck out a quick, um, a quick buck and then, you know, leave and move on and make it the taxpayer problem to clean it up kind of thing. So just getting involved with, you know, these people who knew that climate change is a problem in the 1970s, who happily lied to make a profit, no problem. I think that it's very wishful, I would even say, as far as going to say heavily naive to think that this company is going to in any state of the form not lie again not continue to like have the extremely poor record of reckless behavior so we just want to stop them you know this is what it's all about is these like local battles everywhere you know because ultimately someone has to stand up for santa barbara just like someone has to stand up everywhere and it's a part of like a bigger lattice of these local communities getting together and saying like no we don't want this burden we want 
clean energy resources that are distributed in a just manner that go towards reparations, that make sure that we're building a future that's not just going to be benefiting a really small group of people, but one that's going to empower everyone, where everyone is going to benefit and where we're going to have a habitable future. You know, my habitable future is where you walk down the street and you can like take a piece of fruit off the tree and there's people playing in the park and there's people swimming in the ocean and Exxon's future seems to be suck all of the uh, fuel out of the ground as quickly as possible and leave the husk behind and everyone else who's left on the husk. So that's a part of the reason why it's so important is because you have to pick the fights at these local battles because if they push the local things, like if this goes through, this is, that's locking Santa Barbara into another like three, five years of fossil fuel dependency. And we don't have the time for that, especially not with the city's goal of, and I know that this is a countywide project and like, it's not necessarily just Santa Barbara, but just in essence of like having the goal of like renewable energy, like in Santa Barbara, of like the city, it seems kind of weird that in the county that we're like, oh no, like go ahead and like do these like really big trucking schemes that are going to set us back and not just set us back a little bit, like set us back years on where we could have been acting and taking the steps that like we're already behind by so much it's like we can't keep you know giving them the like like it's got to stop that's why this is really um really important to us yeah I definitely agree and I love how you brought in the fact that we have to stand up as a community and that you guys as um EAB are helping with doing that and so on the topic of oil um, in the waters that we can see from the Santa Barbara coast, there are these offshore oil rigs that in recent news um, have planned to be decommissioned. Can you touch on what this means for the future of the environment? Yeah, of course. Um, so specifically about the oil rigs off the coast here, um, many of them are 40 plus years old. Um, so they're near the, nearing the end of their life cycle. So it's important for them to be decommissioned um, in an effective way. And in past years, um, there's been an issue of decommissioning and it's been put off to the last minute. Um, Ireland's doing some amazing work where they're building large decommissioning sites that take offshore oil rigs and turn them into wind farms. And other um, decommissionings have been reefs that have been created off the coast for a no more renewable future. I just wanted to note that I think especially for the oil, oil rigs that are getting decommissioned currently in Santa Barbara, those ones are like while they're going to take, you know, years upon years, like it's just at least like one one step in the right direction for sure. Um, and why should big oil be dead? Like, why is that such a big movement right now? Um, oh my goodness. I think that it's like, obviously, you know, like, I think that, I think it's important to, to acknowledge because like, if you don't do this, then like, this is the kind of like rebuttal. And they think that they, they really got you with this one. So I'll just kind of like spell out the oil companies rebuttal to why they think that they aren't. And then like, kind of tie that in, but they're like, they're like, what do you mean? Like so many people, like their lives have gotten so much better, like because of fossil fuels and like, don't you see, and like the world is just like incredible and amazing. And it's like, they try to like purport that like it's this like I don't like it's this like really weird like relationship thing where they're like no like the world is a better place and it's like okay we're headed towards self-destruction so unsure if you're like kind of like dogma of you know moving forward like this is like necessarily the most stable thing but I think that it's important to acknowledge that like like maybe you know 
I don't, I don't know necessarily like how essential like oil has been in like our past, but I can definitely say that like, it's not going to be essential in our future. Like we have cleaner energies that can provide to people in ways that are a lot safer, that don't burden communities that are like, that allow for um, grid structure and also decentralized energies. Um, And like, there's just, there's a lot like, you know, abiding by the fact that like, yes, coal and oil are like super energy dense sources and they're really light and like, you know, all of that stuff. But we have to acknowledge that like, while they might have those beneficial qualities, we also have to look at, okay, well, what's the resource extraction toll? What's the processing toll? What's the refinery toll? And, you know, I think that they can make a claim that like fossil fuels are better if they said it just as like a blanket statement. And if they were hoping that no one would go and like oppose them, because a lot of communities would say, no, like we've really suffered, like this has been horrible and we need like clean energy solutions. And it's just big oil is something that should have died so long ago. Like it really just should have, um, you know, we have peak oil like back in the 1970s. And I think that the gas lines there should have been like a strong indication along with, you know, uh, more like robust climate science coming out that like this was not going to be a feasible future. And I think that especially right now, it's a very big oil needs to go just like in the sense of like cynicism, like they just like they've just done like I it's it would be difficult to think of like one other um, like line of production that's done like this much harm. Like they they exist and like they're absolutely out there and I, that's not to discredit like any other harmful industries, but oil has been from extraction to refinement, to burning it, to waste, to plastics, to everything. There's just been like, like and they've known for so long, like that this has just been the truth. And it's like, I think that, you know, it's time to get these people out of here, like they've brought on this just like huge wave of oppression, this onslaught of just horrible conditions. And like, you know, it's just, it's not okay. And it's not just, and it's not a future that we can continue to have, to have a good Anthropocene or even just like a habitable future that's like worth seeing out like past 2050.